Hey everyone, I wanted to let you all know about a really cool book that's out on Amazon right now by the author DJ Smales. He has written a book called Elevator Pitch Black, a dystopian sci-fi horror adventure. Something extra special about uh, DJ, he actually created all the music you hear for the I Disagree podcast, and he's a really talented producer, talented author, really cool friend. Uh, it's The book is kind of like Shark Tank meets Total Recall. It's a fast-paced horror thriller. If that sounds like your sort of thing, please check it out today. That's Elevator Pitch Black. You can get it on Amazon now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the I Disagree podcast. I'm Jordan Coburn. And I'm Steve Shustick. <laughs> what was that doing? Hello. <laughs> you got to keep them you... waiting. Oh, that was beautiful. I thought it was my Wi-Fi. There was no way for me. Andrew froze physically. I had no indicators. Oh, no. Um, today, we have a guest on, everybody. Who? And he's a, he, he's a... I know. He's a good friend. He's a comic. He's a San Diego local, and he is just a really nice, awesome person who is kind enough to be a patron of the podcast. Unfortunately, Aaron- he canceled, but we did get Aaron Trahan. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm- you know, we're, we're hanging in there, Aaron. So, yeah. you know, we want to thank you for being a patron, and we want to know, what is your deal, Aaron? Well, right now, for sixteen ninety nine for 13 months, you can buy... <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> let, me, let me switch to a different PowerPoint. You have to, <laughs> you have to, you have to tell us what you were going to sell. You have to finish the bit. Oh, well, I can be your life coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy it. I'd buy that. I love the idea of, of that as a profession. Like, that's a real thing. People are actually life <laughs> <laughs> like what are you what are you telling your your clients like well what you need to do to succeed in life is also be a life coach like <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> scheme. yeah it kind of is isn't it i feel i feel like my i have a i have a therapist and she was telling me the other day i've been looking into going to social work programs and she was like you know if i were you i would just like there's really you should think about skipping school and going to get your life coaching certification because half the time, you know, you like insurance won't let you practice the way you want to. And a lot of the times you can wind up making money and not really needing to worry too much about the red tape if you just get your life coaching degree. And I feel mm-hmm. like that almost just made me uh, have less faith in life coaching and less faith mm-hmm. in therapy. Like the whole thing just seemed a bit. I mean, it's a con, this? right? Like, what kind of places are you guys running over here? Yeah, it's what a con. Is- yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I think her argument actually does make sense. But life coaching is interesting because has anyone had a life coach here? Yeah. My mom. It's called me. <laughs> my mom. Yeah, yeah. My, my fucking parents and shit. Like, good to- you need a life coach, you fucking Oh, my loser. God. Oh my god, you that's so funny. Yeah, you both very much fit the profiles of people who had those respective answers as their life coaches. Like Aaron is very sweet and like <laughs> tender, and Steve's like, wah, 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 wah. I raised myself. What do you all think about uh Gavin Newsom lifting the stay-at-home order? Oh, how convenient. 
How convenient, Aaron. Oh, how convenient. convenient. <laughs> I feel the same way about that as I feel about the the mayor of New York City and the mayor of Chicago suddenly lifting their stay at home orders. Oh, how convenient. Oh, you think okay. that, you you think that convenience is that Biden is president? I do. Yes. Can you explain that thinking for me? Because when everybody's locked down and pissed off and the economy's taking a fucking dump and nobody can get to work, you can fucking blame it on Trump. And now you can't blame it on Trump anymore. So it's like, oh, we got to get back to work, guys. We got to open up back up the economy. Nothing's mm-hmm. changed in terms of the, 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 like the, the, the numbers on the ground for COVID. We're still in the mm-hmm. thick of it. But all of a sudden we got to open back up, but we didn't need to open back up a month ago. Get the fuck out of here. That's why I don't trust anything these motherfuckers are saying about it anything now it's all <laughs> horseshit i think covid's real and that is as far as i will take it as far as i trust these motherfuckers yeah like i think it's, aaron, it's what, all political bullshit what do you think aaron um i think that we really need to concentrate on testing and getting the vaccines to people like right but what do you think like, about uh the, the 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 sudden change in uh lockdown priorities from the state government i think like every at every level of government and any kind of organization has just been such a disaster it's like yep like okay in san diego like they didn't think enough there was times where we were in lockdown but they still were enforcing parking and it's like that should have been all tied together it should have been a rollout if we're at this level of lockdown, parking should be free. You know what I mean? Okay, we need to free up the park. You know, now it's not lockdown. The parking should be at this level. But it's just like all over the place. Like nobody understands what they don't know what to do. They're trying to do the best they can. but They're making all kinds of mistakes left and right because it's we live in a very complex world. You know, I, it's, it's hard to just. I mean, I guess in politics, it's easy to judge and, and, and say it's because of this or this, but like. No, that's definitely true. I mean, I, I certainly don't envy the being in the position of a policymaker in the middle of a pandemic. Like, I, I feel like there's no right decision you can make and you're going to get criticized either way. I totally yeah. agree with that. So say, let's say that we're like in an isolated village, right? And we're, it's not. It's not a, a dictatorship, you know. We have people that uh, have a council, you know, a town council or whatever, you know. Like, do we have a shaman? Yes, we have a shaman, and the shaman okay. is Go reading on. these signs and saying <laughs> that you know we have to get the fuck out of here. We have, you know, the the, the ground isn't right, you know, and uh. then. Uh, nobody fucking believes them and then a volcano erupts and the whole town gets wiped out or half the town gets wiped out you know like you gotta listen to the shaman you gotta listen to the scientists always know? listen like, to the shaman folks like I, don't know the thing. I, I, I i will say that the whole listen to the science thing is 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 has become just a fucking talking point from people because nobody actually listens to the science if we listened to the science we would open schools months ago like it's 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 all political and it's all bullshit. No, the, the science the science told us not to wear masks. Then it told us to wear masks, and now it's telling us to wear six masks. I don't, it, it's I, I I don't trust. Okay, so let me explain. <laughs> I'm not a virologist, but 
Um, so the viruses can spread different ways, like, mm-hmm. and they can be, and they can survive in the air for different lengths of time. And this is a novel virus, right? So they didn't know how long it could be st- survive on a surface. They didn't know how long it would take us to stay alive in the air. Right. You know, it, so like, totally agree. Yeah. You're saying like, you, 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 you understand that it's hard to do, but at the same time, you're saying, I want the right answer the first time. Bam. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> what I'm saying, right. What, what I'm saying is I'm tired of every proclamation that they make being, being proclaimed with such 100% arrogance and certitude and then them changing the rules two weeks later and acting like that anybody that noticed is a bad person can that's I, what i'm tired of oh, that's, that's can i ask a question on that yeah because i think i disagree which uh is on the basis of questioning are they really arrogant or is it maybe just people that run with the information and are arrogant on places like twitter or something because i'm not that's so fair. sure I see, that's a fair point yeah and so I don't think that I think that that's like like people interpreted Gavin Newsom going to the French Laundry, you know, as an act that's maybe like kind of arrogant in nature. Just it's like an expensive restaurant. He's not following his own orders. It's just a really shitty look. But mm-hmm. outside of things like that, which are fucking annoying, I don't think it's like the politicians being all arrogant about it you know like i really don't think they talk about it that much actually if anything fucking matt gates the republican rep is going into the house wearing a gas mask and trolling everyone he's he's somebody that's actually that's not the point like let's take let's take fauci for example we know for a fact he lied about mask usage in the beginning because it was a noble lie because he didn't want everybody buying up all the masks that the healthcare workers needed that's mm-hmm. a fucking lie. He fucking lied, and there's just been there's been a million of those little lies Wait, out there. That if anybody, where he, is it confirmed that he lied? I mean, he confirmed it. He Did said, he? "Yeah, he said he that's why he said that at the time." Really? Yeah. Can you can is it possible to well, ask like, the source like, on that? I would say that that's an example of like, um, you know. Like say that uh, some building is on fire, and if you if if you if you yell fire, you know, like then people are going to get trampled to death, and like you just have to wait for this one thing to happen, and then we can get everybody out. Like, yeah, can I? Can I? Circumstances where you can hold information for everybody's safety. Yeah, I I would agree with that for sure, Aaron, and also just to fact check. From a quick search that reads Fauci lying about masks, all I see is the headline, Marco Rubio says Anthony Fauci lied about masks, and none of them are from reputable web- reputable websites. The only close thing I see like from independent.co.uk is Marco Rubio accuses Fauci. So I'm going to have to push back on that one. Well, know, keep, keep reading and see what Marco Rubio's source is. So... I- if it was better, it'd probably have its own result right. in Google. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to believe you, but I don't trust those motherfuckers either. I don't, I okay, don't so, trust the fucking media, so and I don't trust these tech companies. Like, it's, it's <laughs> okay, all so, fucking tech companies, What does that mean? Guys, that let's, fucking, they, they, yeah, they, wait, they, hold on. <laughs> wait, okay, let Aaron okay, talk. Look, Sorry. L- listen. Um, what, 
the problem has been lately is it's just one bad news after another and people forget stuff, right? Now let's start way back when it was clear that, you know, Russian bots are taking over Twitter and influencing our election, right? Maybe it wasn't Fauci. Maybe it was the Surgeon General. So, either way, either way, go okay, on. Okay, guys, these bots didn't just disappear, right? They what they're doing is they're they're guessing at what people are gonna be upset about, you know, one side, that side, and they're have all these fake accounts. It's it's been documented. There's there's mm-hmm. like I don't have time to show you the research, you know. Like mm-hmm. we don't do research on this podcast, or you guys don't. Sorry. <laughs> I'm saying we because I'm on the podcast right now. I'm not trying to do okay, uh, but <laughs> but people forget that there's bots out there that's spreading disinformation. It's been a long-term plan. Why do you think we have anti-vaxxers? It's because one stupid celebrity said one thing, and then the the people that have interest to bring a, you know order and United States or I don't know what their agenda is down. They spread disinformation. They fuel these fires. These, it's just, it's just crazy. I'm so glad you just brought that up, Aaron, because like, like Steve and I are spending, you know, probably the most significant amount of time we've ever spent, like trying to fact check ourselves just for no reason randomly right now. And uh, I am here for it. But I feel like, I feel like even this conversation alone, you know is potentially 100% in the realm where Steve would have like brought it up because of bots like that. Because if it wasn't, then we would be able to Google it and then have a reputable source pop up one, two, three, four, five on, on it. And I think it would be from organizations spanning, you know, the left news ve- like media all the way to all the way to right. the middle. And, and the way search engines works, it, it's that information maybe is findable, but it's so buried down the page. Like if you've done a Google search, you can just keep going. What's page three? What's page four? And, you know, like it's just buried under all this crap. There's all this misinformation. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not just, it's not just uh, bots. I mean, there's also like hardly anybody talks about, you know, how, our uh, parts of our government and and companies have been hacked. It's like there's <laughs> we're under cyber warfare right now to, to such a degree. We have the virus. We have cyber warfare. It's like we have bots. Like it's just I don't know. It's just and people just like so much bad information. You just forget. Oh yeah, you know global climate change. Yeah, that's another thing. Global warming. You know, you know how that happened? It's science said it's climate change. And then science news writers or the media, you know, big media says, oh, that doesn't sound catchy. It's it's global warming. And then people go, oh, well, it's getting colder over here. And it's like, well, no, scientists never said global warming. The news media said that they said mm-hmm. climate change. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I feel like the, the name has changed several times. It start it started with global warming, and then when shit started getting colder, they changed it to climate change. Well, because you're when it started, if you go back and do the research, it, it was always climate change. Like you're not talking about headlines. Like I'm talking about the actual papers that are right. representing the data. 
they, you know, yeah, it might say global warming because that's one of the things, global warming, global cooling, you know, more extreme weather, like, and yeah. like, and the earth is such a complex, like, it's one of the most complex things that we know of, right? That, mm-hmm. and, and scientists are trying, doing their best to have these models, but it's so complex. So then when you get it wrong, they're like, oh, see, you were wrong. It's yes. Like, well, yeah, like you do yes. better. I think that <laughs> wraps perfectly. Yeah, that wraps like perfectly back around to what we were originally talking about, which is people because, Steve, all I can find um, all I, I can I find mean, is I continue to sort of research I'm reading this. the article that you talked about in the, the article is different than the headline. The article basically confirms that he lied and just pushes back on the fact that Rubio used the word lie. And I found another article. Let's wait, see what wait, wait, wait. But Steve, wait, but you you said that he intentionally lied. Yeah. Where where is anything that confirms he intentionally lied so that healthcare workers research. Here's a recent interview from the New York Times with Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, explains why at the outset of the pandemic, he advised against wearing face masks. Very early on in the pandemic, in the very early months, before we even had many cases, there was a shortage of PPE and masks for healthcare providers who needed them desperately since they were putting their lives and their safety on the line every day. So the feeling was that people who were wanting to have masks in the community, namely just people out in the street, might be hoarding the masks and making the shortage of masks even greater. In that contest, we said that we did not recommend masks. Okay, fine. I understand. Like I said, it's a quote-unquote noble lie, but it's still a fucking lie because now now mass shaming is rampant. If you don't wear a mask, oh, you're a fucking villain. And the only reason he said not to wear a mask at the beginning was to, to, to prevent people from hoarding masks. So this is a lie. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I understand why he did well, it. I get the well, logic behind it. Okay, let's put this lie on top of a million other lies, and it's now just like I, I don't know what the fuck. To mi- okay, first off, a million other lies. That not, language not, is not, like not, okay. Fauci, so, personally, I'm just saying in general about the whole COVID thing. How it's like, oh my god, oh if you go outside and if you don't socially distance and wear a mask, you're killing your grandmother. Oh wait, there's a protest. Everybody go outside. But Steve, the what? Same fucking people. That's why none of it has any credibility to me. Sorry, sorry, Aaron. I'll come back to you right after I uh, just uh, argue with Steve real quick. Um, but, <laughs> but like, no, get in there, Aaron. What well, you're? I, would say... I know. I just cut him off. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're right. You're right. Go, go what ahead, I would Aaron. say is let's let's start at the beginning, uh, right? If we go back to the beginning, were we prepared for any type of pandemic? No, we right. weren't. So we're like already like, you know, let's we're, we're, uh, the score is a thousand pandemic and home team is zero. OK, yeah. so we have to figure out and like the laws that we have in place now about, you know, uh, I forget what it is with the, the the like a wartime. Like they say they can force companies to to manufacture certain things. I forget. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody. Oh, in, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was- yeah, I, so that wasn't in place yet. Like, you know, like, yeah, there is concern that there's not going to be enough mask. I mean, like, no, I get it. Like, it's still a lie. Rich, well, rich people could could have, in theory, said, oh, if you really get coronavirus really bad, you're going to need a ventilator. So, in theory, they could have bought a whole lot, all kinds of ventilators too, like, and hoarded those. Like, so I understand why you're upset. That is upsetting. 
But when you have people high up and they have influence, you have to like give them some slack to mm-hmm. like, like, you know, not, they're not going to be perfect. They're going to make mistakes. Like yeah. they're, 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 they're trying their best. Like I can't imagine he's like trying to use science and like there's, he's saying now that Trump was using anecdotal evidence. That's sure. not yeah. science. My, like, my, my beef isn't with Fauci personally. I think he's done fine. Like okay. he, there, there is that, that fucking lie at the beginning. And like I said, I understand why he said it. I just, it's still a fucking lie. And you top that on all the other thousands of lies. It's like, I don't know what to fucking believe. Let's take the school thing. Wait, the, I think, hold on, sorry. Go ahead. Wait, before, before we move on, can I just really quick? Yeah. I think, I think I agree with Aaron. Like that is, that is upsetting regardless of who said it and like what they said for something to be this way. And then for something to be this way is frustrating. Cause it's like, well then what the fuck was that? Or what the fuck was this? Or yeah, what's exactly. all of it? And so and so yeah, that's I I understand that I understand that thinking. But but it's also like if you sorry, I'm just laughing at this okay, at the sounds and then Aaron's background is like hey, sorry, I, I, I turned it Aaron, off. can you quit playing drums during the podcast, please? I turned it off. <laughs> Sorry, I got some ice, but I have an ice machine maker. Oh so my god, you take, yes. You take what? ice out and it, start, it goes, Oh, you want more ice? Okay, I'll start my engine for making ice for you. And so, I just you need to make a smoothie. Go ahead and turn your blender on. It's fine. No, I'm, I, I, <laughs> I should have turned it off before I got the ice. It's fine. We're fucking with no. you. No. <laughs> I can go. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh God. Okay. All right. Um. No, but <laughs> so I understand how that's frustrating. However, I do feel like it's important to examine the use of the word and like the intensity with which you say it of of like lie because that's the that's the same reason why like all the headlines are Marco Rubio accusing him of lying. It's a very, he like Marco Rubio is a very theatrical person. That's a very theatrical way to interpret what happened because really it's like the messaging scientifically has been the same. Maybe the tone of it's been different, but the messaging is masks aren't entirely effective. If you wear one, you're more so kind of helping the other person really things particles can still get into the masks and that's that's what i've understood to be true it's like it's better for everyone to wear a mask yes but wearing a mask completely doesn't really protect you because that's only like not even 50 percent of the problem because they're not 100 percent effective so really in the beginning if it's like the best that healthcare workers have and they're interacting with sick people and that's the best shot there is for him to come out and honestly be like, like he wasn't like, don't wear masks. But I do remember he was literally when he was, like, don't wear masks. He didn't say. I don't think he said don't wear masks. I think he did say it doesn't really do everything that you're like hoping it's going to do. I do remember that, and I have well, to like well, give you that. Well, I heard his, his exact heard quote was so the feeling was that people who were wanting to have masks in the community, namely just people out in the street, might be hoarding masks and making the shortage of masks even greater. In that context, we said that we did not recommend masks. 
That is the quote. And again, I'm not anti-Fauci. I think he's doing fine. It, it's not just that one thing. That's just an example. Maybe it was a bad example because it sounds like I'm I'm shitting on Fauci more than I really am. But that is no, no, a I lie. Think it's fair. I just I like, don't think it's a lie. I don't think I, it's a lie. I think I think an it's honest thing. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't think it's a lie. I I I think that that's like there is truth in that recommendation. Masks don't really do that much to protect you however on the flip side of that is like if you double up on them it is you know so maybe like people that are working in direct populations that have it if they put two on and they can you know i don't know like they if anyone's gonna get the gear it should be the people dealing with sick people but still say that at the beginning be like masks are helpful However, we have a shortage right now, so we recommend not buying them, letting frontline people get in them first. And if you have a handkerchief or something you can put around your, your face in the meantime until we have a larger supply of masks, that is what we recommend. That would have well, been an you, honest statement. Well, you know what should have happened? He should have had a president that would have seen that that's a situation, listen to Fauci uh, when he said, hey, Trump, nobody no. has the shit they well, need. And then Trump should have invoked that act that you're talking about, Aaron, yeah, or so, everybody has to start making that shit so he doesn't have to lie and he can tell the truth. Because if he says, okay. hey, we recommend you don't wear that shit, the whole public is going to be like, what the fuck? My government's telling me to fucking leave myself vulnerable. What is this? Like, that's, that's a crazy thing. At right. some point... Yeah we're not going to be able to blame Trump for everything. And I think we can start at the words that come out of Anthony Fauci's mouth. You know, like at, <laughs> at, at, at some point, like I just, the, the, I just the say, man's gone now. Trump, Trump has only been brought up one time and it was the thing I said in the last 30 seconds. So let's not act like that was the whole premise of this argument. Right. I know. But that, I mean, that's your defense of Anthony Fauci's lie is that, well, Trump was president. Come on. Not necessarily. Trump Not ain't got no control of the, the, the that come out of Anthony Fauci's mouth. No, I just think it's important to remember the context that everyone's been dealing in this hellhole with. You know, it's like sure. that was yeah. not a sentence. You know what I mean? So I think that's. But I agree, and it's so nice that now when shit happens, it's like I mean, I know, I know, Democrats are going to say, "Yeah, but we inherited a shit show," and that's true. But it is nice to not hear his name hardly at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. That's just a side that. Yeah, um, I'm so I'm so glad that like he doesn't know what to do without Twitter because like <laughs> if anyone else got banned from Twitter, they'd be like, oh, I guess I need to write a blog or go on TV and do an interview. And he's just like, oh god, Twitter's gone. I'm silent. What do I do? And we haven't heard from him since. It's like he's dead. It's amazing. Well, the media is not <laughs> reporting like- on everything he does. Like. I mean, do you guys think that the media helped get him elected? Like, oh yeah, oh, like, that's yeah. like obvious, right? Obvious, yeah. You mean because I don't think they it was intentional. So much... Yeah, no, you mean they, they like uh... so much outsized coverage. So he, they gave him billions of dollars of free media coverage in 2016. You know, I mean, the kind of coverage that candidates are literally raising millions of dollars for to buy advertising with, the media just gave to Trump for free in 2016 because he's a goof and he says crazy shit and people watch. It's great for ratings. And also, they were under the assumption that's like, um, because they're they're oh, all there's no left. way. They're, they're, yeah, they're all, like no way he's gonna win. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah, and and they're all on the left. Like 
let's face it, like the newsroom at CNN and New York Times, the Washington Post, it's it's 95 Democrat. Fine. They were under the assumption that if somehow Donald Trump could be the Republican nominee, then Hillary Clinton was going to cruise to an easy victory. Double win for them. They get extra ratings from Trump and Hillary Clinton wins the White House. Turns out it didn't work out like they planned. But yeah, the, the media jacked him up so hard. They had they had fucking like CNN was like cutting to like empty podiums. Like Trump's going to give a speech in 30 minutes. Here's his empty podium. And it's like, Jesus fucking. They didn't give anybody else. They didn't cover Marco Rubio until he made a dick joke about Donald Trump. And then they brought the cameras out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's just, it's ridiculous ridiculous yeah and the media wants to like be all oh and, and democracy dies in darkness bitch it's your fault he was president to begin with mm-hmm. yeah, definitely partially their um, fault <laughs> and yeah. all the bots and all the people yeah, that voted for him and the electoral college like do we really need the electoral college i think two elections in a row or three at least that i can think of like where we just shouldn't have had the electoral i'm sorry small states just if you really want your voice to be heard then like have a big family and get a whole bunch of votes you know move to a big state Mm -hmm. i feel like the only reason anybody says that is because it has worked out not to the advantage of democrats recently like i don't think we'd be hearing anything about the electoral college if if it, if it went the other way around, if if a Democrat lost the popular vote but won the electoral college, we wouldn't hear we wouldn't hear a peep about this. Well, I mean, we'd hear it from fucking Republicans. We'd hear Fox News bitching about the electoral college. I mean, I think the electoral college, like I was gonna say, the electoral college as it relates to the election, <laughs> but that's like the only <laughs> way it relates. <laughs> um, but but I think it is like no matter who says it. I think the fact that it would somehow like the whole popular vote being higher and then someone still winning because of the electoral college, I think through and through that's just a faulty argument because everybody would campaign entirely differently. Exactly. Yeah. Nobody, nobody talks about that. Thank you for saying that. Nobody talks about that. They're like, Oh, Hillary should have been president because she won the, 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 the popular vote. If the election was decided by the popular vote, Hillary Clinton would have been campaigning in fucking like, Texas. Donald Trump would have been campaigning in California and New York. We have no idea how it would have turned out. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, I agree. It's just, it's just the system of government we have now, there, there are other ones. Like, we can go to pure democracy. Like, where everybody just has to be an informed c- citizen and vote on every topic. That's yeah, called mob rule, though. Mm-hmm. That, that's how 51%... I'm not saying it's better. Oh, I'm I know. I know, that I know. That's another way to to do it, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I um, I do think it's uh, it's like, well, first off, there's a there's a lot of well established criticism of the electoral college that that does relate to not how it relates to the election, but just its origins in general. So, like, my I think we've talked about this before, and I didn't have research prepared. And I still don't. But but there are there are criticisms of the Electoral College for being founded in very racist goals, basically. Um, yeah. Based on when it was created and why it was created. So I think those arguments against the Electoral College, those make sense to me. 
And if it also happens to be this institution that does, because at the end of the day, it's almost like, like you said, Steve, no one acknowledges the fact that people would campaign differently. And so therefore it makes the argument moot. Everybody only listens to that argument and they say, yeah, hey, that doesn't sound fair. So what's the fucking difference if your people don't believe in it and think that it's fucked up? You know, it's like it almost doesn't matter that there's a nuance to it because nuance is dead. I understand that's a bad argument to operate off of for a lot of other things, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's kind of like acknowledging that and then moving forward on that basis. You have to rectify things that just fundamentally maybe like aren't working for people and there's a lot of people that just don't like it there's the electoral college it just it just doesn't like sit well in in the in the mouth you know regardless of whether or not technically people would have campaigned differently people just don't like the idea of having anything other than a popular election no people that lose elections due to the electoral college don't like that idea politicians yeah, nobody will be nobody no liberal will be given a fuck about the electoral college if it worked out the other way. That's what I'm saying. Nobody well, will be like, a- "Well, I'm glad that my candidate won due to the electoral college, but I still think it's unfair and Hillary Clinton <laughs> should be president." Nobody would say that. Yeah. Nobody, nobody would take a principle stand like that. People would just be like, "Yeah, electoral college, yeah, that's how we play the game." I do I do kind of think that you're while I agree with you, I do think you're sort of failing to acknowledge the disenfranchised people who are political in nature but just like are done with this system. And that's that's like I think that's or I, I, I think the problem is bigger. It's bigger than the Electoral College, right? There's uh gerrymandering, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know, like there's uh, like it, if you can figure out a system that is the least like ways of gain gaming it i mean you're never going to figure out a perfect system because big business and and money is going to figure out ways of like manipulating the system right and then say that we had some more like pure democracy right we have to figure out ways of informing the public of what is true you know like if they have an informed public, if people really know that this candidate is crazy and they still want to elect him, I mean, there should, there should be so many more safeguards, right? Like the 25th amendment should be like, uh, did you see what the, the president, I don't care who it is said on Twitter, like, okay, I think that I'm president now and my cabinet agrees. And walk, you know, walk like, yourself through that though, like game theory, that, that, though aaron all that means is that any vice president could make themselves president like the 24th amendment has a very specific reason in case the president is in a coma because they got shot in the head like kennedy it's not big oh this guy's crazy we don't like him that means just any any vice president could have a little coup within the cabinet and make themselves right, but, but but can you seriously say to yourself that you think that mike pence didn't like use the 25th amendment on Trump because he was afraid of the political ramifications or like the business ramifications, like, you know, like it would be really interesting to to see later on, like what he says or people that heard directly from him say about the whole situation. I agree. We just don't know. It's all speculation. I I would think that he would have probably thought it would it would be an unconstitutional power grab and that the appropriate 
method for removing Trump would be through Congress, through the impeachment process. But that's just speculation. Who who knows what's going on in Mike's Pence head? Right. You know? I don't know. That he's, is he's an odd duck. That is Yeah. That is an interesting question, especially I think, because it's like I agree with you, Steve, and Chris Cuomo on CNN, the most <laughs> lefty news station. Um, he was saying every time that when that was really in the news, he was like, every time the 25th Amendment was said, he would say, and again, you know, this is like, this has never been used for anything outside of actually not being able physically, you know, to serve. But I think it's a legitimate question to think about when we've never had anybody take over the Capitol ever. And because it's so unprecedented, there's an element of fear there and you start looking for trap doors in the constitution basically to try to address something that was never accounted for really because i think if you look at our constitution it is like the founding fathers did did not expect something like this to happen or at least they certainly didn't expect something that would be so somehow on the fringe of being an actual anti-patriot and insurrectionist and being someone that deserves to have their rights heard i don't think they ever thought that would be the situation with half of congress believing one and half believing the other so it's like you kind of have to look for those sort of solutions at a certain point so i i hope it doesn't go down as something that was some insanely you know stretching possible way to rectify what happened but i'm just saying any any day now joe biden is going to have another one of his goofy gaffes on camera and then kamala harris is going to invoke the 25th to make herself president (laughs) i'm fucking calling it i'm fucking calling it is she gonna like stack the the cabinet with people that secretly like you know like give her the signal like yeah yeah yeah. like oh yeah like we're in this together they'll know where their bread is buttered yeah the the democratic party i just don't think will ever turn against themselves for better or for worse that is like the one thing you can count on with a democratic party in terms of something like that well me and steve are both guys and we secretly think that there's a cabal to take out joe biden so that that uh camel harris is the first woman (laughs) president (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! I wasn't supposed to say that. Wow. Watch. Oh I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry, Steve. <laughs> so, uh, dear listeners, if you are listening to the show and we say some dumb shit that you disagree with, hey, s- drop us a line at the I disagree podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we'll call that a disagree mail. However, if you like what we say, eh, just throw us an agree mail. It's all fun. Send it to the same Gmail. You know, we're hanging out. So this one um, comes from loyal listener Nathan Jameson, who we went, weren't able to get to last week. But he did uh, follow my guidelines in terms of making nice bullet points. So we're going we're gonna to get to Nathan Jameson now. <clears throat> and this is in regards to, I think, two episodes ago. He says, Steve. I know that on the show, you both joke about how some things are just said for humor or shock value. While I do manage to pick out these moments, I can't help but think that you really don't like Stacey Abrams. Honestly, it's those moments when I really wonder 
why I keep the show in my co- in my podcast feed. So, before I unfollow, here is my rebuttal on the subject. So, before we go into that, I, I well, thank you for listening, uh, Nathan. I do want to remind you that the show is literally called "I Disagree." <laughs> <laughs> so there are going to be times where you hear things from me that you don't like. However, we have Jordan here who's ready to chop me down. And if she doesn't chop me down, we give you the opportunity to ride in and chop me down yourself. So now is your opportunity, Nathan. So he goes on with some bullet points. The November 2018 Georgia governor race was between Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams. Fact check true. Kemp, as Georgia Secretary of State, canceled over 1.4 million, 1.4 million voter registrations from 2012 to 2018. 700,000 of those happened in July of 2017. During his time of running for governor, 334,000 of the voters he purged were found to still live in Georgia where they had always been registered. These voters were given no notice that they had been purged. By October of 2018, more than 53,000 new voter registrations had been put on hold by Kemp's office or more than 75% of those belonging to minority voters. Two days before the election, Kemp's office announced that it was investigating the Georgia Democratic Party for unspecified possible cyber crimes. The Georgia Democratic Party stated that Kemp's scurrilous claims are 100% false and described them as a political stunt. A 2020 investigation by the Georgia Attorney General's office conducted that there was no evidence for Kemp's claims. Later that year, it was revealed that the supposed cybercrime that his office had been victim of was, in fact, a planned security test that Kemp himself had signed off on three months prior. So he goes on, um, but I, I do want to address, uh, we'll address the first few points in a second, but that last point about the cybercrimes, politicians lie. So if your argument is that that Brian Kemp lied when he was running for governor of Georgia, I, I without even without even researching it, I would say I would agree with you, Nathan. But that's not the same thing as voter fraud. That is not the same thing as claiming the election was stolen. That's just a politician lying in their in their their campaign like they all do. So yeah, it sucks. But my argument is that the Democrats are running around talking about, oh, how dare Trump impugn the sanctity of our sacred democratic process. And meanwhile, they do it every fucking election too. Like if, if, if you look back at this most recent election before November, both the Republicans and the Democrats were gearing up their narratives about how the election was stolen in case they lost. The Democrats were running around talking about um, voter suppression and stealing post mailboxes and all this shit. And then Trump was running around saying the stupid shit he was saying. So either way, whoever fucking lost the election was going to come up and say that there was voter fraud. I'm sorry. That's that both sides were setting up the narrative ahead of time. That happened. But like you, sorry, Aaron, go ahead. So, um, I'm sorry to have to inform you of this, but vote like, voter suppression is a real thing and the democrats keep bringing it up because it keeps happening it's not something that we just conveniently start talking about when there's about to be an election but but you see what i mean if that's the case the why the why are they so mad about about claim oh you're impugning the integrity of the election so are you do we have free and fair elections in the united states or not uh closer than a lot of other third world countries and maybe a lot of first world countries, but it's not a perfect system. Like no, no, in no, my opinion, everybody that should be 
eligible to vote should be able to vote. I agree. Like, they should automatically be enrolled. There's absolutely no reason why that would not exist. Also, you shouldn't lose your right to vote no matter what. I don't care what the fuck happened to you or what you did. Anyways, that's a different conversation. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we should just take out the part where you have to register to vote. Mm-hmm. There well, should be a system where, like, it, we have what? computers these days. Everybody, the, the government, local, all the way to federal, should know this person is eligible to vote because they can check to see if you can register to vote. Well, what's the difference between voting and registering to vote? Like, okay. you should just be able to vote. Two, two, two questions slash, slash comments on that. Okay. First, why do liberals have such a low opinion of, of their voter base? Like the idea that to take five minutes to go online and register to vote, it's the easiest fucking, it literally takes less than five minutes. Well, and well, if Steve, that's too much of a burden on you to, to, to do your civic duty, well, okay. I don't Okay, okay listen, Steve, just because we live in 2021 doesn't mean that everybody has access to a computer Public library. It's easy. And also, you know when the elections are ahead of time. It's not like they're just putting an election on you. They have access to a computer. Like, doesn't mean that they can see, walk, like, just you can capture the most amount of people. Just let's break down the barriers. Like, it's easy to know who can vote and should have voted and who shouldn't have voted. Like, it's not hard to vote. Yes. And well, Steve, that's not the argument. You're completely it's to make it as easy as possible. Yes, I completely agree with everything Aaron is saying. And to add to that, Steve, you're entirely glossing over what Aaron was talking about, just the costs of being informed and the costs of actually going through with the act. And then also just the chances that you're not in a place where that information is going to come to you and make it super easy, as you say, to engage in that process. So like a lot of people, it is just not like for me, my, my household was political. Everything around me was political. I had all these access to all of these, you know, different sorts of information and resources to do the thing. And I had a bunch of other people around me that had the same access. And even them, they don't do it because they're not in a house that's political. So it's like everything has to line up in a lot of ways that I don't think we realize for that to be a thing that everybody does. And part of it is like how I've gone canvassing for like campaigns before and so much of the time it's like oh are you registered to vote or asking them to register to vote or asking mostly it happens pretty much if you okay this is sorry this is a great example if you're asking people who they're going to vote for and it's pre-election and you're calling people to try to mobilize people to get out and vote you'll call them and then they'll be like oh i'm not yeah i'm just like not registered to vote and then and then that's like the end of the conversation never mind the fact that they, they don't even stay on the phone long enough to hear that there's other ways for you to register, uh, like close to the election. There's all these Why other things. Why do you want this person voting so bad? This apathetic person who doesn't give a fuck. Why is it so important to you to make it as easy as possible for this dude to already do really the simplest thing in the world? That's I can a, go online right now and change my voter registration before I finish this sentence. Like, it's dumb. It's dumb. Like, it's, it, and, and again, they don't spring elections on you. I know for a fact when the next presidential election is. I have four years to get ready for it. If you can't well, do well, that, then why do I have to hug, hold your fucking hand? Steve, have you ever heard of procrastination? And yeah. Apathy? Yeah. And, and like, 
have you ever just all of a sudden gotten sick? Let's say that you are totally planning on like voting and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to register by mail or, or vote by mail or whatever. I like to go down there. And then all of a sudden you get like, de- like deathly sick with, with whatever, like it just, you just, why does it have to be one day? Well, that's not, that's not the argument that I'm making about whether or not it should be one day. I'm just talking about like, oh, voter suppression. Another example, during, during if, if you guys remember during this election, they were talking about voter, again, Georgia. They were talking about voter suppression in Georgia. And they had all these, these, these cameras showing these long ass lines wrapping around the block for early voting. Mm-hmm. For early voting. Yes. Right. It, this is this is like weeks before the actual election, and they're talking about it's voter suppression because people are waiting in a line to vote three weeks before the goddamn election. Yeah, well, but that's that just goes, like, sorry. That goes back into uh, like the news and wanting sensationalized things and yeah. like click sell. Like it's not, you know, it's not always the people that that care about these things. It's it's. Oh, I think they're going to care about this. So let's like take something and, and blow it out of proportion and report on it. Like, yeah, but but also early voting was a record turnout this year for a multitude of factors that were specific to the 2020 election. Well, so I'm, I'm glad you brought the, oh, go on. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say, like, I guarantee a huge percentage of people that were in those lines were there because they knew that the postal service was going to be all fucked up and they were delivering their mail-in ballots in person to make sure that it actually got dropped off at a ballot box. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So you're, you're, you're buying into the whole, oh, the, the, the postal system was rigged to throw the election for Trump, which is what? just as crazy as what Trump was saying. No, I don't think it, I don't think it was rigged. There was very, it's been disputed 0% that the USPS wasn't struggling at that time period. Do you realize the, the amount of mail that they process in an average day? is roughly equivalent to all the mail-in ballots steve okay i just have to i just have to circle up this to put a bow on this one thing a republican the guy the republican appointed republican who was in charge of the post office under trump announced that he was going to cut some of their funding because he didn't think they needed it and then him a trump supporting republican to reverse his decision and decided to not do it because he acknowledged that the U.S. Postal Service was experiencing unprecedented problems that was delaying so, mail and making so, them inefficient in the wake of the election. So do we have free and fair elections in the United States or not? <laughs> um, I say again, we do. I say we do. That's my contention. You know, right. honestly, I'd say. Sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, I would say uh, yes, but also there's other questions we can ask. Like, yes, like, I agree. Like, uh, you know, how many people don't vote because there's barriers to voting, and and they think that their vote doesn't count. You know, like even Trump was like discouraging people from voting. You know, mm-hmm. like I, it, it, which I guess helped us. You know, but, I'm like, <laughs> That's actually a great segue to, to Nathan's next bullet point, okay. if, if you don't mind, uh, Aaron. So, oh, shit, where'd it go? Sorry, I lost it. 
And he says, uh, after the 2018 race, she went on to start Fair Fight 2020 to organize resources for the upcoming presidential election. With her foundation adding an estimated total of 800,000 new voters, a robust team of lawyers to prevent voter disenfranchisement, and the focus of other resources, resources, she is credited with not only Georgia going for Biden, but for also taking both U.S. Senate seats that had been up for grabs. Now, this is what I'm talking about, about this weird cult of personality that is that is propping up around Stacey Abrams. Aaron, you and I both know the reason that you, you just said it, because the, the fucking leader of the Republican Party is literally telling his voters, don't vote. The election is rigged. <laughs> of yeah. course, the Democrats won both Senate seats. It's like because of Stacey Abrams. She hasn't. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> But to that to to the to the point you were making earlier. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, Aaron. It was just it, was, it just tied into perfect. What were you saying? Uh, I don't remember. Okay, well, <laughs> in that case, this was a really good email. Let's get back to the email. It is. Yeah. It is. This is a very good email, and I'm 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 hoping uh, Nathan stays a stays a patron and stays a listener. But is he part of the Facebook group? Pretty sure. Yeah, he should okay. be. Um, so some brief, uh, fact checking to his, uh, his previous points about the, uh, the Georgia gubernatorial race. Uh, and this comes from the heritage foundation, which is a conservative think tank. So yeah, what the fuck deal with it, guys? It's not Breitbart. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's, it's, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So. I mean, feel free to fact check the fact check on your own. So Abrams claimed that officials are making it harder to register and stay on the voter rolls. However, Georgia was in full compliance with the requirements of the National Voter Registration Act, which made it easier to register by mail at the DMV, state public assistance offices, and at numerous other agencies and locations throughout the state. It it had never been easier to register to vote in Georgia. In fact, by the time of that election that Abrams lost, the state had almost 7 million registered voters, the most in Georgia's entire history. Turnout rates kept pace with the rise in registration. Abrams' own website cites an article from ABC News that said minority voters in Georgia's governor race made up 40% of total turnout. And in an all-time high for the state, three out of every four of those minority voters were black. This is an astonishing turnout, given that the 2017 census estimate for Georgia shows that blacks make up 32 0.5% of the population. Okay, and okay, okay. Does this make can I can I I'm sorry. I just have to stop this bullshit just for a second. <laughs> there was such an unprecedented grassroots campaign in Georgia that's been going on for years and years and years. For the last 4 years, boots on the ground in Georgia have uh. been busting their ass and this is why it's like this is such fucking bullshit. And it pisses me off because it's taking away a win that was so hard earned. And there is verifiable data that backs up that when their efforts started and as they continued, it made those unprecedented changes. Just because it's an unprecedented change that resulted in an outcome you don't like doesn't get to mean you get to call bullshit on the whole fucking thing. I'm calling bullshit on the idea that, the, oh, Stacey Abrams is the savior of Georgia. No, it's because Donald Trump is an idiot and he told voters to stay home. Well, We can, all saw it. Aaron said it before I even brought it up. But but it, it can, like, ha- 
things can have multiple causes, right? Like, yeah, sure, sure. Like, okay, let me let me relate this personally. Okay, like I listened uh, to this um, this group. They're called Kind of Funny. I mean, that's I I wear stuff that says Kind of Funny. It's not because I'm a comedian and trying to make some kind of joke. It's just an unfortunate thing. Um, so they're, you know, uh, uh, they uh, they used to work for IGN um, and they broke off on their own, went on Patreon. Um, but uh, this recently, uh, I think it was like over a year ago, they finally said enough is enough. Like, they, you know, they would talk about politics a little bit. You know, it's more like nerd culture video games. Right. And they said we can no longer like support. You know, if if you if Trump supporters like you need to like you've had like three years of this president, you need to like get off and wake up and and if you so it's not that you're a Republican if you support Trump like you know like you should ju- just um, rethink that we're we're supporting uh, Biden for president and I thought that that was like. They're a business, right? They're, they're supported through who, Patreon. Who are you talking about? Uh, this group called Kind of Funny. Um, and, um, you can do the research later, but <laughs> this is an ad for them. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it relates to me personally. And I was like, wow, that's like amazing that they did that. Like, you know, like, luckily I wasn't a Trump supporter and they changed my mind, but like, <laughs> and there, there's anecdotal evidence that they had an impact. Like they had an impact in people. You see on their Facebook group, you know, the people I wasn't, they, they said they reevaluated their situation and like changed their mind. Like it, it, it's like so many things like can happen. Like the, uh, the, I think that somebody on the Facebook group brought up uh, this other podcast opening arguments and they like, joined up a group and like did a live stream charity thing for like georgia voting like mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's not just one person it's not just what trump said it's a whole bunch of people like you know yes doing as much as they can even putting their livelihood at stake yep. and saying sorry if you're a trump voter you know support trump you, you know we don't want that here you have to like make a decision like that's all fine i mean uh, my my broader argument is is the idea that stacy abrams is some kind of hero for democracy when she spent the last three years doing the same election fraud conspiracy theory bullshit that the republicans are doing whether or not she's she she gets credit for helping uh the democrats take two senate seats fine give her some credit but i'm just saying acknowledge that it probably also helped that the fact that the leader of the Republican party was, was telling his voters that the election was rigged and don't vote like that probably played, but that's secondary. My argument is, is, is the, the voter fraud thing. My main argument is whether do we, or do we not have free and fair elections in the United States? And if we don't, okay, it's fair game for everybody to bitch about it. But if we do, then we all need to accept the, the election results and not just when it goes the way we want. Well, those are those are honestly too black and white, Steve. That would mean that you can't criticize any institution that it exists past just being like, okay, that's just how it is, you know. No, I'm, th- that's fine. Have your day in court. You know, I, mean, I have no problem with Donald Trump. They did. Trying- they, 
they did have their day in court and it ruled the democrat side exactly because it was a free and fair election Sure. I have, well, no, I have no, no problem him taking his case to court is what I'm saying. That's not necessarily true. Sometimes courts only allow most times you can only bring a case with this very spe- that depends on very specific language. And most of the time those cases stop is because they lack standing. Right. But like that's not necessarily, you know, because elections are free and fair. Well, OK. But, I mean, if, if we're saying will, that elections. Oh, go ahead. But, well, I just I will say, but like it's 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 like very um it's very appropriate that we continue to criticize elections and i think i i can definitely agree with you though that in terms of the rest of the world yeah if you ranked us yes we have free and fair elections if you're looking at it yes i'm I'm all for skepticism i'm not saying oh just trust them i'm just saying like if 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 it's a, a an in just the most horrendous thing ever for for a Republican to question the integrity of our election system, then it's also the most horrendous thing ever for a Democrat to do it. That that you know what I'm saying. So you, all I'm just saying is you, you can't have it both ways. Right. Okay. So Steve, what did you think of the 2000 election? Bush score, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a free and fair election, and Bush ultimately won Florida when they did the recount. When his brother was the governor. Okay, so we don't have free and fair elections in the United States. That's, only when Republicans win. You have such a black and white answer. Okay, look. No, see, see, if we had the uh, voter, if, if the voter system was more up to date, like I'm not saying that I want 2020 voter technology back in 2000. I'm saying the level of everything like like we would have never if we would have been up to date we wouldn't have had hanging chads and you know like so many problems like i think that the race would have went different if it would have been like uh, a better system and and everything i I don't think you're not questioning you're not questioning the 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 like the, the honesty of the 2000 election, you're questioning the the technological efficiency, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I obviously don't have all the facts, but just you like look at anecdotal evidence and, and the research, it's like, and you just can make your own conclusions. Like, it just feels like if we would have had, if everybody would have raised, you know, their, uh, had the, you know, like everything about the system, it could have had a better result, you know, a different result that, and it, it's not just, it's not just a, a Democrat versus Republican. Like, like who looks back at George W. Bush fondly and say, oh, it's so great that, so happy that he was president when 9-11 happened. Like, I like him a lot better now than I did during. Yeah, right. I also I have to fact check this too. It is not that there was a recount and it was confirmed that Gore lost. It was that they were in the middle of a recount and then the Supreme Court granted the Florida Supreme Court's plea to stay that case. Right, but there were ind- independent recounts months after the election was finalized that confirmed it. I'm just saying, in terms of how it went down, like in that moment, that's that's what happened and it got 
it said the the stay was granted uh, because they cited differing vote counting standards from county to county and the lack of a single judicial office, officer to oversee the recount. Right. So the system's in place. It's not the people exactly that there were problems. It's not like there's all kinds of voter fraud and people were messing up. It's just like the lack of like standards and, and you know, like, a, a good system wasn't in place like like just same with infrastructure why do you think bridges are falling apart it's like we're not investing in the things we should be investing in like if we really care about elections or people's safety you know or whatever we would put our money in those places right like yeah i mean i agree with all that and if i can just fact check your post election recount by private sources. I will read you this from Wikipedia if we can agree on Wikipedia. The National Opinion Research Center at the University of Chicago, sponsored by a consortium. Is that how you say that word? <laughs> oh, God. Um, of major United States news organizations, conducted the Florida Ballot Project, a comprehensive review of 175,010 ballots that were collected from the entire state. Wait, 175,010? Yes, ballots that were collected from the entire state, not just the disputed counties that were recounted. These ballots contained undervotes, which are votes with no choice made for president, and overvotes, which are votes made with more than one choice marked. The organization analyzed 61,190 undervotes and 113,820 overvotes. Of those overvotes, 68,476 chose Gore and a minor candidate, while 23,591 chose Bush and a minor candidate. Because there was no clear indication of what the voters intended, those numbers were not included in their final tabulations. But that resolves nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of numbers. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that was that was like that moment when you get picked on in class to read from the textbook and you're just you're like fucking like nail it you're like yeah that was read yeah. really well and then it meant nothing i have <laughs> oh wait it shows right here that rudy giuliani won the 2000 election <laughs> You guys, you guys remember 2004 when when Bush beat Kerry when there was all the whole oh diebold voting machines stole the election for Bush. This shit isn't new and it's it's right. annoying. Right, but every also, goddamn election, the only like. Wait, but now we're like now we're just like slowly switching over to what the Republicans are actually bitching about. We started with what the Democrats are bitching about, and now here you are making an argument against the Republicans. Well, no, they're bitching about the same thing about elections not being free and fair in the United States, and every time either one of them loses, oh, it must have been fraud. No, you lost, bitch. There is I don't okay, there is a difference, in my opinion, between disputing the 2000 results where the swing state that got it to you was governed by the candidate's brother. There's a difference between that and between an entire party and group of followers trying to somehow make the argument that a whole slew of states that one that went for Biden were all somehow cheating. Right. That's like an entirely different situation. No. So, so uh, like, are, are you saying that if you're, 
the the brother of someone who's president you're not allowed to hold public office in a state like no i'm no i'm mostly saying i'm just gonna cut that, that no cut that rebuttal off right that, that's a conspiracy theory oh <laughs> no what i'm Jeff bush was governor of florida ergo he stole the election for his brother okay I mean, okay then never... take then ta- then take out take out the jeb bush comment then okay. what it really comes down to is one scenario where there's one state that's being disputed over and another scenario where they're disputing a bunch of states a much bigger conspiracy they're saying that it was a national conspiracy sure yeah and they're lying yeah <laughs> like i'm not support i'm saying that they're being fucking sore loser bitches too but that's but two. It's like again the false equivalency thing. It's not the same. It's one state. It's one. It is very it is way more plausible that one state needs to be investigated than the right. entire. That's why none of these Supreme and, Court and they, anybody and anybody that looked at the Florida 2000 ballot and and the voting machines and everything, any reasonable person would have said, "What the fuck," mm-hmm. like. Uh, why didn't they just like instead of recounting the ballots like let's solve this we print up a really simple thing you want to vote for this person or let's have a runoff you want to vote for bush you want to vote for al gore like very clear and you only can vote for one like why didn't they do that a whole nother election i'm not saying that that's the solution i'm saying it (laughs) could have been a solution yeah, it I mean that would so... have cost less money, taken less time, and not got shut down by the Supreme Court. Like there were verifiably so many ballots that were fucked up and unable to read or interpret for whatever reason, and the fact that it was that high in number alone should be enough to warrant an investigation. However, people on the other side right now would look back on something like that and think that even that was some grand conspiracy which means you inherently believe that the nation of america is run by fucking liberals which is just like the same QAnon shit to say that it's always liberals that are always bitching and they're the ones that are really engaging in conspiracies or something that's like equivalent I know it's not what you said. I'm just going on a rant of what I know a lot of QAnon people and shit believe and why this is like so what like what what it really comes down to, I think, is people that are insane like that just having a fundamental distrust in the system that would be the same system that would look at Florida and say, okay, yes, this is a reasonable thing to investigate. And then fast forward to 2020, a system that looks at it and says, no, this does not lack standing. We're not going to go forward with it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have a, I have an idea. Why don't at every ballot we have um, the first question is, is the earth flat? Yes or no. And if you say yes, <laughs> then your ballot is thrown out. <laughs> that would work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. How about we have a simple test that if you can't take five minutes to go online and register to vote. God damn it. You got eligible. me. You got me. Okay. <laughs> Steve. What's amazing to me is you wouldn't believe in the earth being round, but you would believe in the internet. That just doesn't, none of that, <laughs> none of that makes sense to me. You're like, round, too complex. Internet that I'm going to post this stupid ass opinion on? Yes, this all checks out. It's, ri- it's ridiculous. Uh, well, to, to, to I guess to, to wrap up, uh, Nathan's saying, I'm not going to keep reading from this fact check. I would just encourage people to look it up on their own. But uh, even if you were somehow 
stricken from the voter rolls erroneously in Georgia during that gubernatorial election, you could still go vote on a provisional ballot. Like the, the, just every, everything she said is just, it, it's sore loser conspiracy horseshit that she gets away with. Cause she's a Democrat. Oh my God. I hate that sentence. I, I'm just saying like, what can I get away with? Probably whatever you want. Be, become prominent in public life, and you will be able to get away with a lot more than I would if I became prominent in public. Oh, life. Except- is that the key? I got to come become a politician, and then I can become famous, and then say, "Oh, psych! I'm really a comedian." Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's all it's all been completely twisted. Um, I think you know. Normally, we get to a main event on this episode. Well, wait, do we finish Stephen Walsh's email? We didn't, right? That was Nathan Jameson. And I oh. under, I understand why he's Oops, annoyed with sorry. me now. I've been yelling the whole episode. <laughs> I, I yell more than Nathan. Is that, is that cool? I understand it. No, you're fine. I'm Should I yell more just to balance it out? Jordan, no. get in. Jordan, you need to get in a good yell. Yeah, yeah, you got to yell. I feel like I've been yelling this episode more than no, I No, no, a little did. louder. Okay, my vocal cords hurt. <laughs> oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> Uh, who's ever editing? Just turn up uh, the volume on Jordan so it sounds like she's yelling. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that was the end of the email, though. Sorry, I misnamed him Stephen uh, Wolf. Another patron. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Brian yes. confused his role as secretary. Uh, no, yeah, that's it. Okay, well... So I, I didn't address all of it, but I mean, feel free to you know look it up on your own, folks, and make your own determination. Maybe something yeah. fishy did happen in the Georgia election. Maybe Brian Kemp did steal it. But oh, if that's no. the case, no. if that's the case, then okay, then we don't have free and fair elections. And Brian every- Kemp, the Republican. Right. In Georgia. So you're, you're posing that maybe he stole it. No, that that's what she's saying because she ran against him. And I'm saying, well, okay, maybe he did. Oh, that election. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, no, sorry. yeah, yeah. yeah. Georgia okay, governor. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. And I'm just saying, well, if that's the case, then okay. Then we all agree we don't have free and fair elections in the United States. And then next time a Republican questions that they're lost, then you can't be like, you're impugning the integrity of our honorable democratic system and all that fucking navel gazing fucking I bullshit. Mean- you really couldn't have a more hijackable electoral system than a democracy. So I think it is like absolutely, absolutely plausible that elections get fucked here and there throughout trying to maintain free and fair elections all the sure. time. I think that's true, actually. I, I would I would agree with that. Yes. On yeah. on well, when I say both sides, I mean things that republicans would say the democrats are doing i do typically believe that democrats aren't dirty cheating lying scoundrels as much as republicans are why because why what because take donald trump out of the equation i understand that donald trump is a unique mitch mcconnell mitch mcconnell mitch mcconnell He's a bigger liar than Hillary Clinton. He's he's a bigger liar than Kamala Harris. He, he, he's he's never, a bigger liar than Chuck Schumer. Stop it. Come on. They're all fucking liars. No. I understand people that Donald like, Trump is a unique liar. I, I I will give you that. But beyond that, like they're all fucking lying to some degree. Like oh, oh, the, the Democrats are honorable, but Mitch McConnell's a liar. Stop it. They're lying right now about 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 kids going back to school. Well, 
I think that Steve? maybe we should just not have politicians. It just should be you should just be randomly chosen. Like, okay, you're going to be our president. Like, hope you do a good job. I think that yeah. that's because kind of people, a good idea, because that pe- it, the psychology of the brain, right? Like, people that want power, political power, like there's and, and want all that scrutiny, like, and the headache, like they must be fucking crazy because like. Why would you want that job? Like it makes no sense, right? It doesn't make it's any sense. Really, honestly, it, it's the same way I feel about comics. What? Like no sane person would want to do this. I feel like that's a little bit different though. No sane person <laughs> would want to be an open micer, but if you're if your only exposure to comedy is watching like a Dave Chappelle special or a Bill Burr special, you of course you'd be like, "Oh, I want to be like him." You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That makes sense. I don't understand why you would want to be a like president though. They make because, like they make like two hundred thousand dollars a year. Go fuck yourself. And then they get they get a crazy pension. They get protection for the rest of their life. They get power, assuming you're some dirty rotten scoundrel. I like the word scoundrel. I'm discovering on this <laughs> podcast. And then you get to uh, pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. It seems with zero repercussions, and you get to bail out your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. I feel like there are repercussions, though. Like, I mean, not just in your in your life. You know, we're going to see if there's repercussions. Yeah, right. Right. Other than Nixon, show me the repercussions. No, I don't mean legal repercussions. I just mean like fucking. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Like, it it, it seems like a kind of a miserable fucking life. It's like being rich and famous without the rich part. Steve, you do know that they pay past presidents to give speeches, right? Yeah, like that, a lot. That is a very good – yes, that's a good so point. What Eric. are you talking about? <laughs> so They get I, money, and then they yeah. get more money on top of that. That's, a, you, that's actually a very good point. So, yeah, if you can if you can put up with four to eight years of the, the most grueling, shittiest job in the world, you can cash out big on the speaker circuit when you get out for sure. So, so I just looked – uh okay here we go former presidents receive a pension equal to the pay that the head of an executive department uh executive level one in parentheses would be paid as of 2020 it's two hundred nineteen thousand two hundred dollars a year but but i mean that's great money for for us you know what i'm saying that's amazing money for us but i mean if you're at that level the amount of stress and shit you have to deal with and half of the country half of the world hating you just to get like what you could do if you were like a really good salesman. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think people are mostly becoming the president for the pension. I think it's mostly for what they can. I mean, it's either altruistic or it's not really. I don't think there's much in between, just because of the nature of the job. Well, yeah, it could start off. Be- you could start off like have the best intention in the world, but like until we get money out of politics, it just corrupts. Like, I agree. They, they go into office and they immediately have to think about, oh, I got to raise money for next, you know, next uh, cycle. Like, I agree. I agree completely. Um, I think we have to uh, wrap it up and call that whole episode a main event. Shit. Somebody say something nice. funny real quick. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's nothing more unfunny than three comics in the same room being funny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should roast me or something that was so horrendously wrong (laughs) we should roast you hey Hey. steve 
Hey, I've only seen your bottom half of your face because you're a fucking <laughs> technological idiot this whole episode. I can see my face. How can you not see my face? I don't know. Think outside <laughs> yourself, buddy. <laughs> now we can see the top half. <laughs> yeah, you guys do need to make this a video podcast eventually. Let's set a goal right here. How many patrons tell a video? Oh my god, Aaron, this is amazing. Okay, that's a great question. Steve, what do you think? Right now we have about we have around fifty or so patrons. A hundred. A hundred patrons will make a video. Five hundred. Five hundred. Let's go. I want exponential growth. Okay, right. So do I. But however, uh, twenty-five, fifty, a hundred. You know that one fable about the rice grains that double each day. It becomes exponential that way. Let's say we're not at point one. We're at point two. Maybe point four. A hundred would be exponential. So what I'm, goal for I'm just saying, listen. If if we're gonna do a, a do a release video, we'd have to we'd have to invest some money to get much nicer. Like, look at my stupid background with my dumb light. You you got you got goofy ass Alan walking around the background. Beat it, Alan! Get out of here! <laughs> get out of oh my god, that's so funny. Look at how white he looks back there. <laughs> uh, sorry <laughs> to tell you. Uh, <laughs> Unlike me, who's I'm lit by a red lava lamp. It's really- <laughs> not what it is. I thought you were skinny even more embarrassed <laughs> okay a hundred well, uh, 500 what let's meet in the middle no i think a hundred is good no what you should do is have a different goal for a hundred and then maybe 500 is a good one for a video hey what if we did what that? else do we have what, to give what if we got everybody hyped up like oh yeah video podcast and then they all become okay. patrons, and then so, we release it and they're like god they're fucking ugly and then cancel all their shit Okay. That so, happened partially on Muller She Wrote sometimes. <laughs> what? What? Go on. There, if you read, okay, one time we went on the we went on the local news and Alex someone was smiling back there. Yeah, and so <laughs> someone commented in the YouTube comments. Wow, I I knew they were ugly, but I really didn't expect such podcast faces. Wow, <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah, I thought okay. I deleted that. okay so um i sent you guys an email you maybe didn't read it but uh so i would say that a hundred you should do an episode zero and episode zero is where you go back and it's like a primer yeah you had episode zero where you say well what the podcast is going to be about but the episode zero is like a clip you know where you bring up like funny things you guys said and inside jokes that people like you know like where steve just exaggerates to the moon to be funny you know eggnog steve yeah exactly like you just have these clips and it's like a living episode has more yeah like if someone doesn't understand that steve is like exaggerating you just say yeah they haven't listened to episode zero okay that's awesome that's such a good idea well, thank you. I'm so glad that you said that in person because you didn't respond to my email. No, I'm God so damn it, Aaron. Listen, you're on the show right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. you're like, I am? We can't respond to every guy. I swear, like, I- I'm watching you. You say <laughs> that now, but I'm going to listen. And if I don't hear, wait, mm-hmm. I hear the sound of my voice. Oh, my God. This is. A hey, spe- speaking of which, you got anything you want to plug? Any, any uh, social media handles you want to put out there? Yeah. You're talking to me. 
No, yeah. Jordan, uh, plug your thumb. Can you, can, you, can you tell uh, the listeners about your new podcast, the I Disagree? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, everybody listen to I Disagree podcast. You can find it in your ears right now. <laughs> no, but on, Aaron, Aaron, you got, you oh, got yeah. any, any uh, stuff so you're working on? I, I made it uh, easy to find me. Just search uh, the Google Game Jumper X and you will find me. You'll find good stuff and you'll find bad stuff. Which Game is which? Jumper X. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. What, what does that mean? Are you a gamer? Uh, yeah. So um, back in the day when, you know, the Xbox 360, they said, oh, you got to have a gamer tag. And I was like, oh, what should it be? Like on the PlayStation 3, I, I chose A-A-R-O-N-T-R-A because that's just, you know, I was like, Back when we first got email, like in 91, I, I couldn't think of anything. So that's what I did. So then I did that. And then I'm like, oh, I want like, oh, gamertag. That's something like, you know, that relates to you. And I asked my nephew to help me. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, you keep like jumping from one game to another. You should be like game jumper. And I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. So then I was like, of course, game jumper wasn't available. So I put an X at the uh... end of it. Because I'm old Gen X. Some statement there. Okay. Well, guys, check out uh, Aaron Trahan at Game Jumper X. Just Google the man. Yes. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on and just for being a friend and for listening to the show. And uh, it's really cool that you listen because you're already just a friend and you totally don't have to do that at all. So the fact that you do that and support well, is really cool. I, I yeah, feel bad that I you told me about the podcast and then like months went by and then I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to listen to that podcast. <laughs> and then I got addicted. <laughs> so thank you guys. It's an awesome podcast. Obviously, I wouldn't come on to a crappy podcast. Um, totally you guys you're well, you're a great guest you're very uh articulate and well-learned and, and gracious in arguments and stuff so we're happy to have you thank you uh and if anybody else wants to come on you can become a patron at the hundred dollar level and you get to come on just like aaron did and it's the funnest time all of our patron episodes we have like four or five now i think if you go look back we, we label them as patreon episodes and yes other than that uh thanks again aaron i hope you have a good week steve you want to end it up yeah th thank you aaron for coming on and uh thank you nathan jameson for for writing in i'm sorry we didn't get to you last week and uh, i hope you don't drop the pod and i apologize for yelling so goddamn much but hey here we are thanks for sticking around and uh <laughs> thank you for everyone for listening <laughs> <laughs>